my name is Stephen Hines, or I've been called Steve and worse. Uh, I uh, am uh, the president of the uh, energy, energy pragmatist, a not-for-profit uh, that uh, emphasizes uh, practical energy and energy efficiency. That were right there. The last five seconds, you had the you, you sound a lot more clear. So that's the perfect, okay. perfect spot. And today. Okay. Uh, we're going to bring in Mr. Stephen Hines with the Energy Pragmatist to talk about what's going on in Whiting. Uh, we talked about this last November when they posted $1.2 billion in debt, and these numbers are rough and the timelines are rough here because they don't have the story in front of me. But uh, today, earlier, they came out with this uh, file in Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Of course, bankruptcies now, it, it's it's so hard to know what, it means in today's day and age who's going to get paid if they're going to restructure how that's going to work well shortly after that comes up it's really wall street financial engineering and and that's that's why we brought you in was to talk a little bit about what's going on here because these executives with their salaries i'll tell you what i've gotten over a half a dozen texts already and this thing's hot off the press people from north dakota that are just ticked off because this is this is not good PR, but at the same time, this isn't everything that it's cracked up to be, is it? Uh, no, uh, you know, it, it was before the bankruptcy, and, uh, and they did it, you know, uh, I think, you know, last week. But, you know, uh, it, right now, it's really Wall Street, and uh, they're refinancing it. The um, executives will not get those that four, uh, $14.5 million in cash payments. Well, and that's what I mean by it's not really what what it makes it out to be, but at the same time, that's the headline. That's what grabs you. Yep. Well, they didn't get the money, and uh, the deal that uh, that the the restructuring has is that uh, the executives will get eight percent of the stock after chapter after they emerge from chapter eleven. Okay, there you're back to sounding good again. All right, and fourteen point six million dollar cash bonuses, top executives. Well, I'm looking all over social media, and boy, these guys are really getting hammered by their own people. It's people in the industry. Of course, we saw this coming with layoffs. Once layoffs happen, if the industry's not there to hire them back, are are the people going to be love for the industry, or are they going to turn their back on the industry? And this doesn't this doesn't help. I I don't think they have the whole story, Jason. Oh, I know they don't. That's why I brought you in so we can talk about it. They're not going to get. You know, fourteen point five. Uh, one of the reasons why they have they went to a chapter eleven. Sorry, as you know, I worked on Wall Street, and I, I'm sort of been a part of that uh, thinking also. But um, it was to capture the uh, uh, what was it? Uh, billions of dollars of loss. So the new company, it, when they start making money again, they're not going to have to pay taxes until hell freezes over. And one of the reasons why they went, they did the chapter eleven was to capture the, those losses, the lost carry forwards. But, but uh, right now, and I, I'm, I, have the, I have Barron's and Wall Street Journal, so I'm pretty comfortable trusting their information, but uh, the, the executives will not be receiving that money. What they will be receiving is 8% of the stock. Wall Street isn't very confident with the, uh, the management right now, though. So, uh, you know, it's it's really up in the air, although the headlines say, you know, uh, executives get 16.4, but, you know, or 14, 14.5. Uh, 
uh, and Mr. Holly uh, gets uh, 6.4, but you know that uh, that was a court, you know they're, they're filing, but you know since then the chapter 11 sort of negates it all. Well, I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out. I mean, we've got a, a lot, you know, Whiting is, if not the biggest, one of the oh, top yeah. two in North Dakota for the Bakken. And it, it's back and forth with, with them in Continental. And then yep. you've got um, 55% of the state's budget is tied to the, that oil uh, production and extraction tax. I, I have absolutely no idea uh, what the bankruptcy means for the state. I've been putting calls in to Governor Burgum, and actually Lieutenant Governor Sanford is who I'm specifically asking for. Because, I'm not sure they know right now, Jason, because this is really all... But this is a conversation that, that I've been trying to have since last November with them, since they put up the $1.2 billion in debt, because, you know, Sanford's an accountant. So he, he gets it, and without you know, and we don't want to you know point the finger at Whiting. We just wanted to say, hey, listen, we're we have Russia, we've got Saudi Arabia, uh, causing a little bit of a shock system uh, going on here. And this was this was pre-corona that these issues were starting to percolate. And so that's the other part of this too is how much of the coronavirus and COVID is going to get lumped in here with what's going on with the oil and gas when it comes to. Uh, the recent uh, with Whiting, you saw Jim Cramer came out and said this is just the, the beginning. I don't trust Jim Cramer with anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't He's a blowhard him. without a doubt, but he gets Not headlines. But yeah, but here let's get back to what you know the legal side to this. Everything changed when they filed for Chapter Eleven today. All bets are off. So anything you know back in November or this promise from two weeks ago or a week ago, they, they borrowed another $262,000 or million uh, this last week and was supposed to come due on Wednesday of this upcoming. So this is this is really uh, big-time finance. And, of course, Whiting is a, it's a big name. It's, you know, there with Chesapeake, although I'm sure they don't want to necessarily be there with Chesapeake. But... You know, so, you know, as far as states, a lot of states depend, you know, Pennsylvania, as you know, with uh, Tom Shepstone and Jim Willis. But, you know, the problem is Saudi Arabia has been has been saving, you know, their form of government by giving a lot their people a lot of money, which has now disappeared. The same thing for Russia. Putin's in big trouble. He can't buy off the population anymore. So, I mean, this is something, uh, you know, the world's going to have to face, not just North Dakota or, you know, the United States or whatever. This is this is global now. I always and, wonder and, about this when when this is this isn't the first listen. This is, you know, Windstream earlier this year, they filed bankruptcy. The, the uh, CEOs and all the executives got millions of dollars. Of course, it goes back to Enron where. That was that was one of the big ones back in 2012. You know, coming out of the recession of, of 2008 and nine, for the next three four years, that's what was happening. The CEOs were getting uh, you know top salar- salaries before bankruptcy. I'm sorry, bonuses before bankruptcies to where See, some, they, they, some they changed because of that experience. Well, I was going to say some states actually passed laws to prevent oh, this oh, kind of stuff, and so. And, it's also in the, you know it's in the SEC right now. What, so, what you know? What I don't get though. Here's what I don't get, and this is my tinfoil hat journalist. You know, talking here. Okay. Usually, when you get a bonus, it's because you got paid 
to do your job and you did a good job. Did these guys get did, did, did these guys get paid a bonus to drive this into the ground or what? I mean, what the heck? Look at sports, though. I mean, Mr. Tinfoil Hat. Look at sports. How many people get paid, you know, twenty million dollars and tear, you know, tear a, a knee or something, and they can't play again? So I mean, you know, in some ways, there th- th- those yeah. bonuses were sort of part of the package to keep them on. Now, yeah, I know. It just it just seems a little bit of of some distaste, you know, when when you. Well, I, I understand that. Yeah, I mean, a bonus is different than a salary is what I'm getting at. And a bonus is usually for doing above and beyond your job or you meet, you meet a goal, uh, you but, meet a quota. You know, 2008, 2009, Jason, it wasn't that way. They were getting, that was part of their salary package, and they got it. That is not happening anymore. I mean, and a good part of the reason is because of what happened then. But, you know, I, I, I think it's still early right now. We, you know, we've got a month or so of this uh, this COVID before any of us can really figure out anything. Uh, it'll be interesting, to, you know, the shares are what are selling it. They were selling at 115 a share back in 2015, and now uh, it's at 67 cents right now. First of all, they don't have the cash to give these guys anyway, really. <laughs> you know, and they no longer control the books. Steve Hines, energy pragmatist, talking about the Whiting executives receiving the bonus before bankruptcy. And, of course, uh, reminding it's not always what it appears to be once they file bankruptcy. So, Steve, you're talking about there's a good chance from what you're reading on the Wall Street Journal and uh, Barron's, you said, that that once the bankruptcy is filed, these guys probably are going to have that retracted because it's it's uh, well, it's stock. Yeah, well, it's going to be replaced by eight percent of the you know the stock after uh, they go through Chapter Eleven. So let me ask you bigger picture here. You were on Wall Street and you did a little bit, you know, with the AOL Time Warner merger. You understand the the telecommunications side of thing. To me, that's that's the bigger picture in this whole thing. Is is that you know between remote energy though? Well, that's what I mean with energy with remote with remote drilling and big data and everything else that's going on with the home offices and. You know, from like I said, from 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 remote drilling to home offices, we're, that's what we're seeing is this integration now. Well, I think everybody realizes, oh, that's what they meant by the Internet of Things, because everybody's now working at home. They now realize they need T five. They're talking about T six, T seven, but the the fact is that energy will always power uh, this uh, transformation in in the internet. Why? Because the internet, uh, this, th- these technologies need electricity and they need energy. So it will, uh, energy will always be, you know, in the in the front row. You know, with a couple, uh, maybe a couple other things: big data, uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, let me think. Uh, what else can? Uh, oh, you know, the other thing though that happens when you once you go on uh, the internet and. You are able to measure and verify consumptions in real time, Jason, which means utilities can tell what their customers are using. Their customers can tell what they are using in real time, which means we're going to be able to become much more efficient with electricity, with all kinds of energy, which is all good. 
Well, I'm just I'm looking at some of these comments on on social media as you're talking about. Uh, boy, they're really taking some of these executives to town and talking well, about some some of the uh, mismanagement and and basically. Well, um, I'm here's here's what I'm wondering: Is the industry gonna? St- and and I'm hoping they do. I hope they stand behind the industry. But at the same time, like I said, boy, it almost seems like they're they're really attacking each other here. Well, it's it is you know a case of you know uh, some they're gonna some some are gonna get eaten and some are gonna be eaters. Uh, and the smaller group uh, will be the eaters, and the the bigger group will be the eaten. Uh, and that's just the way, you know, that's the way it works, especially when you have a, a cyclical economy, which, you know, we've had that for the, since the beginning of time. Uh, and uh, the one thing that we have over Russia and places like Saudi Arabia is we let the market work more, which means it becomes, uh, it adjusts quickly and efficiencies are captured as it goes forward. I, I think the one obstacle that Whiting's going to have is when they laid off all those workers last July. That if the executives are getting bo- millions of dollars of bonuses, they won't. Though, they won't, Jason. You know. That's, well, I, 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 haven't they gotten some though at all? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, no money has changed hands, and as of today, again, this like you, this is like overtime. So whatever was agreed to in regular time is all off the table. There's, this is a whole new company going through Chapter 11. Executives will get 8% of the company after it's settled, but they will not get 14.6 or whatever their bonuses are. That's gone because they never received it and they won't. Boy, I tell you, so that's, that's that's something else because a lot of the you know the stories are really letting you believe the other the the other way that they're going to be receiving all this different money. I mean, you know, the one. Right out, right, right. Uh, Bloomberg says six point four million to Brad Hawley. I met Brad Hawley, and yeah, um, well, and, and that's what that was the deal they made. But it's that deal is no longer valid. And oh, by the way, Bloomberg has a lot of credibility problems in her own right. This well, is this is the time. Uh, as I was telling my son, I, I wrote this the shortest poem I've ever written. It has three words: credibility isn't political. Uh, and I think right now, uh, guys like you and me, we we have battled for credibility on these uh, on this, these broader issues, including fracking and environmental. This is the time for us to get, provide the good news, while uh, you know the social media gets it wrong. Well, that's one of the reasons why we brought you on here is to talk about the other side of the story. Because I mean, there's there's like I said, I'm looking at social media, and they're really dogging on these guys and. At the same well, time, and, and, and I just know there's always more to, to it. World. Welcome to the new world order. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. I, well, it's like I texted you earlier. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in yacht polish and surf repellent. <laughs> I like that. That was very funny. Very funny. I like, well, uh, you know, but but a, a sense of humor. Now, uh, I've made the mistake of paying pretty close attention, but I I look at both sides, both political sides. And neither one of them are. You can't trust either side anymore. How are you know, people? Uh, how are people contacting you this day? Website, LinkedIn, both. What's going on? Yeah, well, uh, uh, LinkedIn. They can catch me on a uh, website, uh, thepracticalenvironmentalist.com. Uh, my uh, my phone number, uh, and uh, you can reach me directly. I work at home. 
while everybody else is transitioning into, you know, the new world uh, of uh, home offices, I've been doing it now for about 10 years. So, and I know a lot about, you know, technology and all. So, uh, you know, it feels like a- any other week right now for me. But I can be reached at 920-918-8098. And I'd love to talk to any of your listeners if they're looking for a guy who pays very close attention to this stuff and and is retired so he doesn't have to work. <laughs> All he, he all he does is follow follows this stuff carefully. 